Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. As always, thank you so much for making us a part of your week. Scott and Pam join me today. We mix it up a little bit with your listener questions. We get some questions about the best fajitas and best Mexican food on property where our favorite restaurants. We also talk about the storytellers at World Showcase at Epcot during the holidays. How can you make sure you get to maximize your time to see as many of those awesome entertainers as possible? We discuss using your time wisely at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party here coming up here in the next week. Can you believe those parties start here within a week? And then we talk wine and dine half marathon spectating. So that's happening here in the next day or two. Great spots to see your loved ones where you can get two views all built into one and ADRs for marathon weekend. This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, our shows are brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. For all your Disney trip planning needs, whether you're headed to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney, the agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing vacation at the lowest cost possible. And the best part is, it costs you absolutely nothing to use their amazing services. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this holiday season. We appreciate that extra one click. It supports everything we do. So bookmark it and use it as often as you can. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a huge shout out to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. Thank you so much for allowing us to continue to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2181 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you and welcome to November here on the show. We've made it. Oh man, I can't believe it. Thanksgiving is now quickly approaching and as I was... Uh, taking Riley, the do- super dog, for a walk this morning, listening to my ESPNU radio, talk radio. A commercial comes on, and bam, Sirius XM has all the holiday channels back live. That's when you know, holy cow, we're at the end of the year. It's almost the holiday season, which, you know, don't fight it. Just If you want to listen to holiday traditions like I do, go for it. I, I used to be a traditionalist and wait till after Thanksgiving. I mean, just... Give it up. I'm a Disney fan, right? I mean, we've probably already had by now three Christmas parties. No, not not yet, but soon. They're coming very soon. So today we're here to answer your listener questions, maybe about the Christmas party. I think we do have a Christmas question coming up. But joining me today from up in Michigan, we have your friend of mine, hashtag Scotty G. Welcome back to the big show. What's up, Scott? Yeah, I haven't been in this seat in a long time. I'm in the uh, the Ricky seat, yes. but uh, happy to be here. And Mike, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, the show... The date this show is dropping, November 2nd, is Paige's birthday, right? It is. And, uh, yeah, she will not be with us this year. I mean, she is uh, in spirit. No, she's actually uh, she's still with oh, us, I hope. Ominous. <laughs> <laughs> she will not be with us this year. Wow. She's be with us in spirit. <laughs> she's Well, I mean, it's the same thing. She's in Chicago. You know, so, uh, yeah, she's up there, uh, you know, doing her basketball thing with the uh, UIC Flames. Go Flames. Their first game, they won by over 60 points in an exhibition over Benedictine, which I'm know where that is but uh yeah hopefully she's living her best life and had happy i think 26 27 i don't even know at this point it's crazy that oh my how's that happen i'm only 30 so happy birthday page good call you bailed me out there save me save me for getting uh not not she has time to listen to the show not that she's uh, she gonna yeah, listen to the exactly. show maybe I don't know. somebody she downloads cross it. her paths and tell her anyway joining us from the magic for less travel co-owner over there out in pittsburgh pennsylvania we have pam forrester pam happy wednesday welcome to november happy wednesday happy birthday page i'm glad you you are still with us more than in spirit yes i mean you know when, once you go to the dark side up into illinois i mean she left mizzou for an illinois school i mean i'm still a little bitter, but it's, you know. I'm just going to say, man, she's living be. in the big city of Chicago. Yeah. She's 26, 27. The age is uncertain what it is, but <laughs> she's living a good life. She's in her mid-20s. <laughs> and, and the thing is, yeah, you say that. Wait till your kid lives by themselves yeah. in the big city of Chicago. And then, like, 
texts you at you know eleven forty five at night, like, "What's up?" I'm like, "What's up?" Man? I've been asleep for two hours. Like, are you being robbed or like, did you get? Are tired. you? Do you have another flat tire? Like, is this an emergency? No, I just got home. Stop! Like you're in the big city. Like you're paying. making me What's nervous. What's up is that we're tired. Yeah, exactly. What's up? I'm trying <laughs> to get my true. trying to get my ten I weeks. Do, <laughs> I agree with Mike, though. I do feel like I'm still in my 30s, and my child is in their mid 20s. So I'm not sure how that happened, but oh well, it's it's where we are. So, anyways, but yes, happy November! I can't believe it's November. It's weird, and for those people who are purist as it, as it comes to decorating i'm gonna shock you now there is a tree up in my office oh um, man that's my awesome. harry potter tree is absolutely up but here's so here's the thing i usually wait until halloween to decorate okay and today is actually halloween when we're recording um but we didn't decorate last year because we had just moved in so now i have all these decorations that i don't know where they're going to go right after a few years you sort yeah. of have a standard place for stuff. I don't have that. So I felt like I needed some extra time to sort of make it all happen. That's so actually I mean, really exciting, man. Like you get this <laughs> this whole blank canvas now for I Christmas know. trees. I, love I will just say there are Google Sheets and <laughs> notes um, that have been taken and shared with my family. Um, we have sort of in our basement, we have this huge storage area where we set up all the trees initially to check lights and things like that. So it's getting crazy. I will just say I was questioning some life choices earlier on in this thinking who bought all these trees and ornaments and why did she do this? But I'm, I'm settled in now. I think I have a plan. So. This actually sounds very similar to something that Disney offers. You know, they have the Christmas warehouse. Like, are you going to, you're going to offer like a quick tour, you know, maybe like you get a little hors d'oeuvre and you go through and see the, the warehouse before the holiday. Yes. The, the tour of the trees, the festival of trees. <laughs> exactly. at the yes. This seems like an opportunity here. Maybe next year yeah. when I have it, I'll, I'll put this out to my neighborhood and ask if people want to come to the forest. Just make sure you have a lightning trees. lane though. Make sure there's a lightning yeah. lane. Uh, so well, so there'll be an upcharge for that. Yeah. 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 Uh, hello. Bob Chapek. Yes. I'm going to steal some ideas here, bro. <laughs> don't don't miss the opportunity to uh, make a little money. Just make That's a couple right. greenbacks. All right. Let's get to Let's talk some Disney. Let's get into the questions here. We have some ones that we have to hit right away because these things are happening ASAP. And this one came in uh, just uh, 18 hours ago, actually, from Mike in uh, Winston-Salem, Salem, North Carolina. He says, thanks for answering my prior question about the post-race party on your podcast earlier this year. It was kind of surreal to listen to my email and question read on the air. Quick follow-up. I was wondering if you have advice for spectators for the wine and dine half. Looking at the course, it appears my wife and youngest could watch from the Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk area, which will be around miles four or five. Are, uh, sorry, is there an official viewing area at the finish line in the Epcot parking lot? We're staying at Art of Animation. Any tips or suggestions on how my wife and youngest can get from Art of Animation to the Boardwalk area and then to Epcot for the finish? It appears the Skyliner will not be running that morning for the running events. Any tips you have on where to watch and how to get there would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again, Mike. All right, so the, we're here. I mean, people are probably traveling today down to Wine and Dine Half, so safe travels down. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the races. So, Scott, what would you say? To, the Skyliner is definitely not going to be running, so let's just knock that out right. early. So what would you give advice for watching? Because I think you have to pick in this instance. Yeah, so I personally like, because um, the way the course is laid out, I like someone spectating for me if I was racing, like at mile like 11 and 11 and a half, which is like at the Epcot parking lot, which is easy to get to because the park is going to be open for day guests. Like, I mean, there's going to be people like queuing up to get into the park. So the buses will be running. Those roads will be open because we've seen it, Mike. Like we've like, you know, that big uphill. Like I remember one wine and dine, you, me and Phil going up this hill. You were kind of struggling that day. And like I, I tried like, to block our, that day out. Our family drove by like honking <laughs> the horn at us. They saw us on the race course, like running up, which was kind of funny. But yeah, I think the parking lot is a really good spot because you can catch your runner like at mile 11 and 11 and a half. They're so close to the finish. The rest of the race is going to be a lot of fun because they'll be in the park and just be that great boost of energy that they'll get to see you. And what I mean by the parking lot, it's like kind of like where some of the buses drop off. There's like a little area right there, which would be a great spot to spectate. So let me just say, too, with that, you would have to abandon the boardwalk viewing you area would. because you're not going to get over there and get there. But here you can see two spots here. Probably if you hustle, 
if you watch them at mile 11 or 12 and then you can go over there's a grandstand set up at the finish line and even if you can't get a seat you can get along the fence like you can just stand there and what's going to happen is your loved one is going to be running around epcot you will just kind of go directly across cut across from that mile 11 spot where all the buses are right over to the finish area you will beat them there no matter how fast they are you will <laughs> they're gonna be tired and you can watch them finish the race you get two spots instead of one that's a great spot scott actually it's easy to get to just ride the bus over walk over there yeah good call so pam you've spectated many times any other suggestions for mike so they're not charging for the grandstand like they used to, right? Remember, there was a whole spectators package you could buy. And, yeah, you guys, it was called um, the cheer squad. You got some goodies. I don't think they're doing that. Even they if they are, do, right? even if they do, even if they still are, it's a small section, subsection of the grandstand. There are some free seats in there. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, because that was the only thing I was going to mention about that. But I think, yeah, the boardwalk will be challenging. I mean, if you're staying in that Epcot Resort area, it was a great place to walk over and cheer from. Um, but if you're not, I think that doing it at Epcot will be the easiest. It's just challenging even to suggest to Uber over there. That day is such a challenge for any kind of rideshare drivers, Disney bus drivers, everyone. So um, any place that you can get to easily, which is, you know, the parks, is, that's going to be your best bet. And just the best advice you can give loved ones that are going to watch is, I mean, when you think you, you have plenty of time to get there, leave an hour before that. Like, it's just like Pam said, transportation is a nightmare on the roads because so many of the roads are closed down for the runners. And, you know, if you want if you think they're going to come by that spot at 630, I mean, you're probably leaving your hotel at Art of Animation at five. I mean, you're leaving at 530. You're leaving early and you're going to have to wait. I mean, it's just part of the deal. Like, I've waited, waited, waited. You know, and I'm not running to, to watch somebody, but it's just that's kind of the deal. You got to get your place and get there. You, you can't. So that's a good point, Mike. So show up late. if you have a fast runner that's starting early in the race, too, you might want to take the run Disney transportation yeah, from the absolutely. resort yep. instead of like trying to go to a general like park bus. Right. Yep. Like depending on how early you think they're going to get done, you might be better off taking the run Disney transportation in the morning and just hanging out in the Epcot area for a little bit and then get your spot. And that's something I think a lot of people don't know is that, you know, everybody can ride those runner transportation buses to the start. You know, spectators are more than welcome on those buses. Now, you're also welcome to ride them back. They stink really bad after the race because of all the runners, but, you know, they get you there. So they're not just for the runners. You'll see a lot of the. It'll look like it's only for the runners when you look at the queue, the line for people getting on them. But everybody's welcome. So feel free to catch one of those buses over. Good call. All right, Chad's got a question here in the live chat. He says, hey, crew, at the Halloween party, PhilharMagic and the regular Monsters, Inc. show were not running. Do we know what, what won't be available during the Christmas party and when we might know that? Just trying to do some advanced planning for our upcoming trip. Thanks for your help, as always. Pam, what do you say to that? I mean, I would guess, I mean, other than the theme, the Halloween party and the Christmas party, functionally, operationally, are very similar. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we typically know those things are um, when the when the first party happens, when the maps come out, that's when we sort of get to see that kind of information. I mean, Disney gives itself a lot of wiggle room in that space, saying that many attractions will be open during the party for you to enjoy. Um, so that I think probably those issues, I think the Monsters, Inc. show um, is one of those attractions that could be down at different times just based on, you know, the number of casts that they have and whatnot. And PhilharMagic is probably the same. It's so sh It's shocking um, to me, though, that PhilharMagic would be down during the Halloween party for a couple <laughs> reasons. One, it's a pretty low-maintenance thing to I run, know. you know, cast member wise. And two, they just added Coco, and that's kind of got a little spin yeah. for Halloween in it. But they closed those for, like, candy trails, though, right? So you think about the yeah, Tiki Room is closed yeah, because there's a, it's a trick-or-treating trail same with right. monsters inc it's like a you just kind of walk through the theater to get your candy and then you move on exactly. so it's a little different in the christmas party but i'm i'm with pam like my answer is going to be just wait to the the yeah. first party and then you'll find out i <laughs> so know hopefully you're, you're not going to the first one <laughs> i know that it's not great for planning but there really is not a spot for us to go and know. So in the first party is what this or sorry, November 8th, I think this year. And so that's what in six days, it's less than a week away. That's crazy. Yeah. Listen to your Christmas carols, man. It's Christmas. It's like first party is less than a week from this show coming out. I mean, we, 
I haven't even given a Halloween candy yet as we're recording this thing. Come on now. We gotta we're getting so, it all so, crazy like, here. So when I'm giving out my Halloween candy, I might just have holiday traditions from X. There you play. go. That's probably yeah, exactly. Like get that nice little transition. Holiday <laughs> mashup. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. I'll be in a turkey costume, handing out candy <laughs> yes. with Christmas music playing. That's, That's the answer. Perfect. You got it figured out. All right. Next question is from Ian, our friend who is a neighbor of Pam's from the uh, planned Disney panel up in Pittsburgh, and she says, "Hey, Mike, BOGP crew." I need to make my ADRs in a few days for Marathon Weekend. Trying to decide on my celebratory meal after running my first marathon. We are staying club level at Coronado Springs, so I'll be going light with dining reservations that week. Should I book a nice dinner that Sunday night or just eat in the club level lounge and go to bed early? We fly home the next morning. Also thinking about eating at Via Napoli for lunch and finishing the race. Oh, after finishing the race, I thought she was going to stop and have lunch. I was like, that is perfect. I was like, oh, my a God. Slice I along the way. God, I never think of that. I was like, that is awesome. Like, I get a margarita. She's taking it to the next level. She's like, uh, <laughs> reservation for one. Can we get my pizza quick? Because I got to finish my race before I get swept. Got to finish. Dude, that, that's confidence, though, right there. Somebody's fast. Like, you, you run really fast. You get to be in Napoli. You have a full-on <laughs> meal. You still don't get swept. You get your <laughs> That's I'm Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, says also thinking about eating at Via Napoli for lunch after finishing the race. Any meal suggestions pre or post race would be great. Thanks, your friend Ian in Pittsburgh. So, what would you say to that, Scott? She's trying to decide. I hate that she's going home on Monday because we've said this many times. When you finish a marathon, you are ravenously hungry on Monday. Sunday, you're not as hungry, but you could still celebrate. So oh, I would yeah. just go wherever you, yeah, I would definitely not eat at the lounge. Been doing that all week. Celebrate, go somewhere big, right? So I'm going to suggest one of the hardest to get ADRs, unfortunately. But if she's like right on there, maybe we should be lucky and get it. And a lot of runners will do this too. But go for Topolino breakfast on Monday morning because that medal has Mickey and Minnie on it. And who's at Topolino? Mickey and Minnie. Get your photo with Mickey and Minnie at Topolino's. You're going to be hungry that morning. Just try to get an early ADR before you head out and have an awesome meal with breakfast. That would be my celebratory meal in this case, not dinner. That's why we connected Scott for the show. He's here. He's got all the answers just right. He is. He's on his A game. It's the shirt, really. I mean, it, it's exactly what it is. No, that's, that's a perfect answer because, I mean, you get your pictures, you get the characters, you get awesome food. I mean, that's a great place to celebrate awesome view. Even if you have to, because you're still 60 days out. Even if you have to change your flight, say you got like a 10 o'clock in the morning flight, kick that flight back to two in the afternoon and have that breakfast. It would be worth it. I mean, and you still have time to do that. Ian, listen to Scotty G. Pam, any other suggestions for Ian? <laughs> I love the breakfast suggestion. I think that that's awesome. I I think to the Viennapoli after the race is a great suggestion too. Um, I think the thing that you'll want to think about for a good dinner that night is how tired are you going to be? Um, and I think that really factors into it. I think all of us, whether we're running or just planning a vacation, overestimate our stamina at some point <laughs> during the vacation and you hit a wall, right? You've been going like from 6 a.m. till midnight days in a row and then you hit the wall. Um, so that may be, you know, something to do. I would plan my bigger meal for maybe like a dinner that day. Right. Right. Um, and then give that a shot and maybe enjoy your lounge that night. Um, watch, you know, galaxy's edge from the lounge. It's such a beautiful view there. Um, and Hollywood studios, you sort of get to see that light up from there and just enjoy and relax because you deserved it. That's right. I remember my first marathon after the marathon, we did, um, hoop de doo review. With, I did it with like Mark Lorenzo and Mary Jo Collins and a bunch of people. And I mean, I hardly remember it. I was so exhausted. Like, I mean, I love that show. I remember I ate a lot because I love fried chicken and strawberry shortcake, but I was so tired. I mean, I was just, I was whipped because, you know, I'll once you sit the, down and start eating, you're just, you're so done. You're so done. Yeah. I'll never forget that time we went to Bow House, like our families with, you know, yeah. with Pam and Steve too. And like, we had like the baked Alaska and everything yeah. and like. We did this challenge because I think Steve had a car where like half of us went in the car, half of us took the bus. It was like, yeah. who's going to get back to the resort first? 
I was on team bus for whatever reason. And the next thing I knew, I was sleeping on some 10 year old on the bus. Was that the time that we had to walk to the boathouse from way down by Cirque du Soleil? Yes. Cause I can't remember. Yes. I was so tired that night too. I, I don't was even so know what tired that night. So I like Pam's idea. Like you have no idea, like on a, on a normal vacation too, right? Not even if you're running because Walt Disney world can whoop you, you know, oh. depending on what day you're, <laughs> of the trip it is too. And like, yeah. So try to, eliminate a lot of travel walking time like Disney Springs sounds great because there's so many options but think of all the walking you're going to do there too though yeah take take uh have somebody take lots of pictures of you on this Sunday night because you're not going to remember it you're going to be so tired I'm like wait was yeah that, that was I thought I dreamed that that we went to the boathouse that night we parked way down by certain days only I walked all that way but no it, I guess it <laughs> happened all right, our question, our uh, good friend uh, Len from out in Maryland, who is a big state fan, Scotty G, says, hey, Mike, as a follow-up to the email below, I came up with a listener question. Now that we're past Halloween, I thought it's a good time to send it to you. One thing I didn't mention in our plans below is our desire to try to experience as many of the World Showcase storytellers as possible. My question is, does the amount of performances or the timing of the performances of the storytellers provide an opportunity to travel around World Showcase and experience all the storytellers as we go. Thanks, Len. So, Pam, is, is there any thought given to that? Because I, I don't think we have, like, the times quite yet. It's kind of like the first, that question about the uh, Christmas party at the Magic Kingdom. But, I mean, does Disney stagger them? So, that, say you're in Norway, that the Norway person finishes their performance, their presentation, and then, say, China is maybe 10 to 15 minutes later. I mean, that would make sense, right? So you could. It would. It would be awesome to just be able to cruise through there. Um, and I don't know the answer to that um, because we just haven't seen the schedule this year. I don't know what it looks like. I will say, though, that we have been able to go through the countries and see the different storytellers. So I don't think there's always a huge gap in between. I think there, you know, maybe there's enough of a gap that you might have a little time to fill but I will tell you that um, Disney offers a lot of eating and shopping opportunities in Epcot. So there are things to fill your time for sure. Um, but we, I know that we've spent a day and hit up, hit most of the storytellers and I love them too. It's one of my favorite things about Epcot. There's just so many things I like about Epcot at the holidays, but the storytellers are really interesting and just be able to be able to learn um, from them. I, al I always feel like I learned something. And I again, agree. we're entertaining ourselves. So, And they're, they're, they're so great at performing, you know, because it's the same thing. It's, it's really kind of what Ep Epcot's supposed to be, right? It's edutainment. Like I'm, every time I stop to watch them, like I'm totally entertained. Like I'm mes mesmerized by the stories and how they, you know, physically kind of acted out in a way. But also like I learn a little bit about the culture through how they celebrate the holiday which is awesome. And I know, Scott, you're headed down here shortly for Thanksgiving. All this will be going on. So, I mean, what what do you, do you look forward to the storytellers? You guys take time to go around World Showcase? Yeah. I, World Showcase is the, the best pavilion or best area of Walt Disney World, if you ask me. And so I try to spend as much time as I possibly can there. And as I can't add more than what Pam just said, like, especially around the holidays, there's so much to do. You got the, the food boots. Like, I know people kind of like, rash on them for like always having all these festivals but i love opportunity for more food booths and more cuisine out <laughs> on the promenade a real showcase it's so awesome and just seeing the decorations and the storytellers just add to that right so just a great time to be at epcot and yeah i it's hard to know the schedule the planning but as pam said just just take your time and have some food and drink and explore you get the guide get the times map and try to plan it out once those are posted all right sounds good blake's got a question here he actually has got two for his November 11th trip. Says, question one. Hey, BOGP crew. We're taking our two nine-year-old. Uh, well, maybe it's 2.9-year-old. I don't know. Uh, let's see. We're taking our, it says two nine-year-old to Walt Disney World. Squeezing in one more trip. Oh, sorry. He's 2.9 years old. Okay, so this is a decimal. Okay, there we go. Because he's not turned three yet. That's a, totally yeah. throwing me off here. I've, I've 2.9. Sometimes we get 2.5, <laughs> but I've never gotten 2.9 or 2.17. It's very specific, <laughs> but we understand exactly. why. Disney's like, so as long as you're not 2.9 as in two years, nine months, or just 2.9? That's what I'm like, wondering. Almost, like yeah, we're days that's away That's what I'm wondering. Right. Exactly. Yes. Disney wants to Could know. turn three yes. during the trip. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> let me try that again. We're taking our 2.9-year-old to Walt Disney World squeezing in one more trip before he turns three 
He has been to Walt Disney World and Disneyland, but was far less active than he is now. He loves a playground and any physical activity, and we're wondering what options there are in the parks to freely play and burn some energy. Any playgrounds that I've never noticed before? So that's question number one. First of all, let me just give my favorite playground, Animal Kingdom, the dig site. That thing is awesome. I mean, any kid would love to play in that one and probably most adults. It's awesome. I and mean, there's only one way in, one way out. But I mean, all the theme parks now have a playground. Well, does Magic Kingdom have a playground? Because Epcot surely does. The playground would be like maybe that Casey Jr. like water uh, area. Yeah, boat, maybe. Maybe. That's yeah. the only thing I can really think of, but... Yeah, what about what about the studios? Because Epcot's got during the festival sometimes they have two. They have one over by not uh, a uh, Creation Shop. I want to say Mouse Gears on the other yes. side, kind of by Test Track. There's one there sometimes, but there's also usually one over kind of in front of the Imagination Pavilion on the way back to World right. Showcase. So they sometimes have two that's sometimes. just festival. Like it depends on the festival, right? If they set yes. that up, I feel like sometimes. It but does. then the studios got rid of theirs, right? It was like the big honey eye shrunk the place. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That was fun back in the day. But do they? I guess they don't have a playground there, huh? I don't no. really think they do. But I guess you can go like in the in the junior area. I mean, there's areas like I mean that's pretty wide open now. No one really goes back in that area to, towards the launch bay. Like there might be areas to blow off some steam, but it's not really like a play area per se. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's not really a good place to like just yeah cut no. loose in the studios. Uh, question two, we're staying at the Dolphin for the first time. Do they have the refillable mug option? If not, is it a reasonable option to get one at the boardwalk and fill it up as we pass by? I don't know. I mean, I don't think they do have the refillable mugs at the Dolphin, Pam, do they? They don't participate in the Disney refillable mug program. If they do, it would be something that was exclusive to their hotel. Um and is it feasible to fill it up with the boardwalk when you walk by? I don't know. I think it'll probably be a pain if I'm being honest. Um, it just, when you're walking from the Swan and Dolphin, you do go past that, but you aren't going to go past that every time you get on a bus or a boat to go someplace. Like if you're getting on a bus to go to the Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom, right, the only place right. would benefit you is on the way to Epcot, basically, right. if you're going to walk. Um, and, and where's that, that station at, Pam? Is it, it's it the bakery? Uh, it's at the, the bakery. Yeah, a, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, it if is. you're going to spend a lot of time on the boardwalk, I mean, you are out on the boardwalk. You don't actually even have to go into the hotel. So that would be an advantage. But yeah, I mean, like I haven't bought one many times because like I'm at Pop Century and I'm like, oh, well, I'm in the 80s. Like, I don't want to have to walk. <laughs> Dude, that's even further. That's way far from like the dolphin to go, oh, I can get a soda. Like the thing would be so gone by the time you don't even get back to your hotel. You know, you wouldn't make it back to your room for sure because those things aren't very big. No, I would say just take the cost that you're going to spend on the on that and just have like soda delivered to the yes. room, like in bottle. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the questions. Uh, Blake, he's up in Nebraska and he says, longtime listener, lizard, and lover of the podcast. Thanks for all you do. So thank you for listening up in Nebraska and hang in there. There'll be another college football season next year. Okay, no, no, I gotta say it because yeah, we're better. Is that than Nebraska. shady? It is like shady. It's... It is shady. Nebraska used to whoop our butts for decades, and now it's just I, <laughs> Mizzou fans are getting a little joy out of this little brief period of Nebraska football <laughs> history right now because it probably won't last long. They're going to be back. Uh, Sean has a question here in the live chat. Whenever Scott's on, there's always college football on the show. Can't help it; happens every time. Sean says, we are two weeks away or out and was staying at Port Orleans Riverside, taking my parents who love jazz. Is Skat, does Skat Cat still have live music? We arrive on Sunday. Last I recall, the live music was on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Pam, you're nodding your head. Does Skat Cats they have do. the live jazz? So I love live jazz, too. And Scat Cats does still have jazz on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I looked it up to be sure. It starts at about 7.30. Um, and the other thing that you're going to want to do um, since you're staying there is get familiar with the app. Once you arrive on property, you'll be able to go to the app and find out more information about your resorts. Now, I will warn you that sometimes this is more successful than other times, that sometimes I'll arrive at a resort and I'll click on the app and I'll look at my resort and it'll have entertainment and stuff like that. And I'll be like, oh, wow, they have all kinds of stuff in here that I didn't remember them having before. And then sometimes I arrive at a resort and I click on that part of the app and look at entertainment and I'm like, 
okay? They have nothing listed. Nothing will be happening while we're here for the next four days. So um, it's kind of hit or miss on that, but I hope that they will consistently put the, the things in there because this, I think, is such a useful part of the app. It really is so that you don't have to, you know, even though they give you an entertainment schedule, if you ask for it at the lobby concierge desk, how often, what are you going to do? Fold that up and put it in your pocket and carry yeah. it around for days? You're not going to. Now, the other thing we do is when they give that to us is take a picture. So you do have sort of a digital copy of it, but check when you check in. That's a good tip though. Take a picture of it. That way you don't have to haul it around. You could just pop it up, you know, on your phone. That's, that's actually a great tip. You know what? I, know. I love live jazz myself. And that's one of the things I have never done. I've never gone. I've seen, oh, I've good. seen, you know, uh, Bob a hundred times over at Riverside. But I would love to go to Scat Cats and you know have a drink and watch some live. Pat, Scott, if Pat, who's Pat? Scott, have you have you ever gone over Pat? I don't even know what's going on today. You don't <laughs> know. It's the, it's the demons. It's Halloween. It's, it's the been demons. a day, man. It has been a day. I have not you. been there, but I too am a lover of jazz music. That is the best music to see live, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. of the how you can improv. Yeah, yeah. You, you like you never know where you're gonna get on a given night when you go into a jazz club and the fact that you can get one at Walt Disney world is just awesome. And I'm kind of kicking myself for never going. So maybe I'm going to have to make that happen on my next trip. I'm going to open up the app and I'm going to see what the schedule is and make, make way. You know what though? Hey, over here, some beignets too. Like that's a perfect spot. You have some beignets and po'boys. Oh yeah. Cause they have good food. They have good food over at French quarter. I mean, like you get some good stuff. You know, we need to make that happen over marathon. This sounds like a perfect thing to do one of the nights over marathon weekend. I think we got to totally yeah. go over to Sky right. Cats. Noted. All right, cool. All right, uh, let's see here. John has a follow-up email. Hey, Mike, I tried to watch your Mizzou game this past weekend. No luck, but I see your team won. Even though I'm a Giants fan, my hometown team, the Astros, is back in the World Series. I think there's a ch- it's their championship to win or lose. He'll be friends with uh, Jimmy, one of our great agents over at the Magic for Less. <laughs> I know that several people have talked about joining Landry's for Yak and Yeti on your podcast. I wanted to let you know that during the holiday season, Landry's offers two $10 rewards cards for every $50 gift certificate. Every year, I buy two gift certificates and get four $10 reward cards. I just got the email today that they you can start buying those certificates, and he sent me the link. So... We talked about that, that that's a way to get also to get into Yak and Yeti. They have additional ADRs for people that are members of this Landry's Club. And you get your money back when you join the club immediately. So there's really no cost to it. It's kind of a hack to get into Yak and Yeti's. And I love Yak and Yeti's sit-down restaurant. Scott, are you a fan? I, I've been there three times. Loved it every time. I'm a fan. So you're calling that Hack and Yeti, it sounds like. Yeah, right? that's good. Yes. I like it. You are on your I game, dude. It's a shirt. and that's uh, it the landry's is yak and yeti and t-rex and rainforest the name like escaped me i saw it i'm picturing it i remember my last time there with the chainsaw (laughs) exactly exactly so yeah it'll help with all three of those all right aaron's got a question here in the live chat says i'm going to the very merry christmas party in november knowing we can get in at four o'clock before the party what's the best use of this time especially since we can't book disney genie or lightning lanes here's my best advice eat if you're gonna eat anytime the rest of the night like get something to eat like it for you know even i would have an early dinner because you don't want to waste time eating and plus a lot of the food places are closed during the hard ticket events in the magic kingdom so i would eat and fill yourself up and then just be ready to snack on the cookies and all that stuff the rest of the night that's what i would do from like four to five and then ride rides and all that until the festivities kick off but scott you've been to many of these parties what would you do yeah so if i i usually am a latecomer to to these um but yeah if i got there right at four o'clock like i would want to do if there's like an attraction that you really wanted to do that didn't have like a special Christmas overlay necessarily, like that's what I would try to do because what I love about the party is trying to do the special activities, like any overlays, parades, fireworks. So I really focus on like the party specific things. So if there's any non-party specific attractions that you want to do, do that before then. Or if there's like a crazy meet and greet that you know that's going to happen. Like I think about the Halloween party, there's that Jack Skellington yeah, people, Sally. People line up for like three hours for that. Like Yeah, people will get there at four or five and start lining up because they become available at seven. So if there's some crazy meet and greet you want to do, 
as crazy as that sounds, you might want to use your time for that so that you can be there near the front of the line. And then once the party starts, you're not spending the whole party time waiting in that line. I just can't imagine doing that. Look, I know people do I that. I, I can't, can't even suggest it because I can't, I can't do, I cannot wait in line for like three hours for a character. I just can't. I, I mean, as cool as they are, like I, I know people do it. I, but if I, you're, I you don't want to especially do that if, you start at seven and then you get out no. of the line at 10 o'clock and then your party's almost. Yeah. Over. Cause you're, I mean, yeah. consider you're paying like a hundred dollars for that picture. I mean, basically, yeah. you know, you're riding maybe a couple of other rides paying. What would you Family do? Family of four, you're spending $400. Do forget it. Yeah, no, because I'm not, I'm only going to that party if I'm going solo. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I would do. I would eat a late lunch and I'd be getting there at four o'clock. Okay. Um, and I would be looking, even though you don't have access to Disney Genie or Lightning Lane, I'd be looking at that Disney Genie app and scanning the wait times yep. and seeing what rides and attractions have a low wait time before the park actually closes. And then at that point, I would, you know, like Scott suggested, focus more on the party activities because those aren't going to happen any other time. And hopefully you're going to Magic Kingdom another day during your vacation so that you'll be able to do that. But that's what I would do. And the other alternative is if there is an attraction that you would want to hit your other day at Magic Kingdom, but you know it's going to take a chunk of time, I might actually wait in line and do it right then to try to free up my time on the other day. But during the party, I'm doing party things. Yeah, seriously. I really, yeah. truly am. I'm a, I'm a firm believer on that. Like you only get those things for like X amount of days throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And you're probably only going to go to one party a year at the most. So you really only have say six hours. Like don't yes. waste your time doing regular old, you know, if, if Astro Orbiter is just plain old Astro Orbiter, don't do that. Like that'll be there every other time of the year. You know, do jingle cruise. I'm sorry to interrupt, Mike. Unless, like how Pam said, though, unless if that's your only Magic Kingdom yeah, day. If it is, yeah. You, yeah, might, that, yeah, you yeah. might want to reconsider, but I agree fully with both of you on that. Yeah, it is. There's just so there's just so many cool things. And I'm, like, usually when I go to a party, and I am doing the Christmas party this year, um, I'm seeing the parade twice, yep. maybe. Maybe not in an ideal spot both times, but I really enjoy the parade so much. I'm seeing the fireworks. I'm, you know doing all the things so so when i go to the christmas party one of my things i've been to it like probably three or four times i just i have to every time i've gone i have to watch the second christmas parade on main street like i i have to i mean and i'll wait like a half hour i don't care it won't wait a long time because you don't have to for the second parade like it, it clears out more so you can get a spot on the curb on main street for the second parade within 30 minutes of the parade starting but that right there puts me so in the spirit, especially like in even in November, like, you know, it gets you because you got the, the, the snope coming down on Main Street. You got the projections on the buildings and just the music and like, here comes Santa. down. I mean, that is just like there's certain things that Disney does so well in the Christmas party and especially the parade. It's almost like you're in like a Hallmark Christmas movie or like a Christmas card. Right. I mean, it's as, it's as close as you can get in real life to having that like Budweiser Christmas commercial with the sleigh going through Grant's farm that we used to have back, you know, cause this is here in St. Louis. Like, you know, you just have those moments, like you see them on TV, but you don't ever get to like be in that moment. You know, you get to watch them from a distance, but when you're watching that parade on main street with the, you know, snow hitting you in the face, that's about as close as it gets. Right. I mean, Pam, don't you, that's a good use of your time. I would do the second parade on main street. I agree. It's all about the atmosphere for me when I'm at the when I'm at the parties. That's what I'm there for to sort of, sort of immerse myself in that experience. Um, I, I just I think it's very cool that the rides are open and all that. But for me, I don't know that I typically need that unless it has some kind of overlay. I want to experience all the other things. Plus, you got to do cookies, you got to do hot cocoa, you got to take photos, you have to. I mean. There's so many things going on. That's what it's about. And if you're Scotty G, are you got to wear your jeans. Are they doing those add-ons? I mean, remember that like in years past, they've done add-ons within the party, right? So yeah. there's the hard ticket event. <laughs> then, then the there's dessert the add-on. Like, yeah, the dessert party within the party, right? Yeah. I think sometimes you can get not that like, I want you spending thousands of dollars on one Christmas party, but for a time saver, like you might be able to 
do one of those and then get a nice viewing spot for a parade or fireworks or something. That is just crazy to me. Like yeah, I know I, it's crazy. I have a heart attack buying the buying the hard ticket as it is. You know, I'm not buying another thing inside of the thing. It's like a jack in the box or like, you know, like the Russian nesting dolls. Like, okay, watch Christmas party. It's club run Disney for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like what how many times are you gonna get me in this next six hours? I can't do it. I don't, but I mean I get it. You said the words though, it's a time saver. Time is money on a Disney vacation if you're there for only the weekend. You know, like, I, I'm lucky. When I go, I get to go for like three, four, five days. So I can spread it out a little bit. Okay, next uh, email here is from Allison. She's also in Pennsylvania, Pam. We got all your, your peeps coming out of the Keystone State here. <laughs> hey, Mike, not a question, but just something I thought I'd share. I'm a PSU alum. She says, we are in a season ticket holder. Here we go. Scott's on the show. We're talking college football again. Not even my fault. Like, people are emailing about college football. Last night during the annual whiteout game versus Minnesota, the blue band played the theme song from Fantasmic during the halftime show. Uh, she sent a video attached to the email. Not sure if you can hear it very well over the announcing, but thought it was awesome and a fun tidbit to share. PSU has been using the Fantasmic music periodically over the past few years during the announcement of the honorary captain before the game. But this is the first time I ever heard the band play it. Enjoy. And she says, P.S. I highly recommend you see a whiteout game in person at least once in your lifetime. I promise it's worth the trip. How cool is that? I think, Pam, you know that school, right? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I spent some time at Penn State, I will say. Um, I did not graduate from there. I ended up graduating from what was their arch rival at the time, Pitt. So I went to both Penn State and Pitt. Oy. Um, but anyways, and Penn State, if I recall, is an all brass. Their blue band, I think, is all brass. And I yeah. think that sort of lends itself to the Fantasmic, um, you know, that that song. So I love that and love that. I, I think we all, as Disney fans, sort of look for little hints of Disney everywhere we can. Like, lots of people will hear that song and not know where it's from at all, right? But as soon as we hear it, like, we're like, Oh, whole, you know, I whole, know what that is. It was weird because the whole stadium said, oh, my God, that's the intro to the VR Guest podcast. Oh, you stole my line, Mike. I was going to say I was waiting on that email for her to say. Then all of a sudden your voice came up and you're introducing the honorary captain. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Valley and Beaver Stadium. There you go. I know. But, you know, anytime you ask Mike on the spot to do the intro, he doesn't know the words that he says. No, I always it's forget just it every week. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. If he's doing it, he actually says it, he'll remember. But ask him what he says, he has no memory. You just got to flip the robot on. And it works. Like, But if, I, if, I, if I'm in human form, just forget it. I can't remember how it goes. But I think that's cool. I mean, because I've had other instances of this happen, like, especially – I think during one of the Olympics, and this was like not recent Olympics, maybe like 10 years no, ago, they used, tapestry, they used Tapestry of Nations all the time or Tapestry yeah. of Dreams, like in the opening ceremonies. I'm like, yes. dude, it's awesome. It's Epcot. You know, and I think we hear and that every once in a while. how fitting is that? Yeah. Like, that's it's perfect right? for that. Yeah. But I mean, I know, I, I know Scott, you were in, in band and like, I, it, it's cool when, when, you know, uh, like Ohio State's, but you know, these, these really popular Michigan State's band. You know, these very noted bands, Tennessee, when they bust out some Disney music, it's just like worlds colliding for us that are football fans and Disney fans. Just like, ah. Yeah. I will argue that the band is the best part of a football no, game. I'll, I'll knock you out there because I got I to play some ball. But yeah, yeah, it's, I, just like, it, it's everything. Like, it's I will sometimes experience. buy a, a Michigan State football game ticket just so that we can watch the Spartan Brass because like, they are unbelievably great. <laughs> you are so lucky to live so close. I mean, you say you yeah, get I can to hear, hear them, them from my house. Yeah. I love that because nothing gets me fired up like hearing the drums. Like, do, 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 yeah, do, do. I'm like so a drum good. line. I'm just like, let's go to battle, man. Bring in the our tribal. Oh my God. Okay. Last question of the day. This has been a fun show. It just says, Lister question dash fajitas. Okay. Uh, it says, got Hey, Mike, your attention, Pam. Huh? Yes, absolutely. Got my attention. Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott. I've listened to your show since 2016 when I was planning my honeymoon and wanted to thank you for helping get my Disney fix in between trips. I need Mike's expertise on Mexican food. What is the best Mexican restaurant on property and which restaurant has the best fajitas? Not sure if these are two different answers or not. Thanks for all you do. Catherine is in Michigan. Dude, it's all your peeps. I get nobody from Missouri today, but uh, all your people. So you know what you I'm going to say. You had someone that watched a Missouri game or tried to watch a Missouri game. So that was kind of close. That is true. That is true. 
So, I mean, real quick, my answer is the same place. I love Maya Grill at Coronado Springs, and I love them because they have killer fajitas. Their fajitas are rocking. They're really, really good. And they also have a nice margarita flight, which I love. And I just love the atmosphere. It's easy to get in. It's got it all. Like, it's got it's got smooth jazz, live smooth jazz. That guy's like our, he, he's like related to us at this point. Like, he he's, he's us like rolling in. He's like, oh, God, it's Scott and Mike again. He runs away, basically, exactly. like a relative would normally do. Yep, going to have to get a <laughs> selfie with these guys for the 17th time. Like, just look at your phone. I look the same. You look the same. We just got on different clothes. Um, yeah, but it's uh, definitely, I just love it. it. You know, it's not super popular, but they have they have really, really, really good fajitas. Because that's what I get there and love it. But Pam, what would your suggestion be for Mex- best Mexican restaurant, best fajitas? Um, that's interesting. So I don't know where the best fajitas are, but I will say that we have had some really nice meals at La Hacienda um, in Epcot. It is owned by the same folks who do San Angel Inn or Santa Angel and if you're pronouncing it correctly. Um, and they, I love that view actually by the windows at night. I think it has a nice view of the nighttime things and they have some uh, fresh alternatives in terms of um, Mexican food. So I I like that as well. Their coconut shrimp or their shrimp tacos or whatever it was that I had last time I was there. Shrimp tacos, I think it was, were pretty good. So um, I like that as well. We're having chili tonight, but now I'm going to have to go to Taco Bell because everybody's talking about Mexican (laughs) food. I was so close. No, just kidding. Scott, what about you? Best Mexican Kids are getting a handful. Best fajitas. So I like La (laughs) Honda as well. So there was a... (laughs) So there was a period of time, this is, sounds like cheap Scott right here, but I would not go there because they weren't part of uh, Tables of Wonderland. So I never oh, right, went there. Yeah. Oh, man. R.I.P. Tables like, of Wonderland. Blast from the past there. That is like the, yeah, Tables of Wonderland was my favorite thing. I still have my old card. I try to like show it sometimes, but. <laughs> they laugh at you. They do laugh at you. But La Hacienda is really good. And uh, they used to have this like platter for two. I don't think it's yes. on the menu anymore right now, though, which is a bummer, but. It was kind of like a, a skillet that had like all these things, kind of like fajita chicken, but then you had all these other, like it was just an unbelievable dish. That was one of my favorites. But and Pam's right on. Like I love the view in there. Like here's a hack. I like going there for lunch too. When you eat at the counter service, you can actually go yep. in there. That's where we always sit. For yeah. lunch if you need some AC. Like sometimes on a mid, <clears throat> mid-August day in the afternoon, like you want some AC, get some Mexican yes. food and go in there. It's a nice little hack. But I think Maya Grill is my favorite. It's just something about... The smooth jazz guy. We've had some amazing meals there. I, I like to tie a lot of my favorites to memories, and we've had some really good memories <laughs> at Maya Grill with our big groups and oh, just yeah. having a riot in there. And and the food is solid too. And the margaritas are really top notch. So, so Maya what, Grill's my favorite. Exactly. We've had great meals there. I mean, really, we've made a lot of memories there. But here's the deal. What's the worst part of Maya Grill, Scott? Let's see if you can get it. What? <laughs> What is, what is, trying to get the bill? (laughs) Yes. If you pay with multiple cards, you may be, I'm just saying, you may have to get a, you may have to Just Venmo and figure it out. Yes. Because otherwise you better have a reservation at Coronado Springs at night because you may be spending the night. I'm just saying it's. I don't know why at that resort or at that restaurant in particular, but the ability to split the bill is non-existent and i i don't know what it is even if it takes like literally 30 minutes it still comes to you and it's wrong so we have all learned the one night didn't we get like like the kids meal crayons and like say okay the red one is like this is all the red person's check this is all the yellow person's yeah jocelyn and elizabeth like figured it out they color-coded the receipt and it was still wrong when it It was still completely wrong and there must be something with their system that makes this so challenging because it's not just one server it's every server you encounter so now we all know to just Venmo. But the one night, poor, our poor friend Ricardo. We used to give him some stuff yes. about it, but you're right, Pam. It does, it's not just him; it's everyone. <laughs> no, it's everyone. But that, that one night before the Star Wars race, it started like at five instead of five thirty. Like we got the last ADR. That fortunately we were staying at Coronado, but we like we got the last ADR that night. We were there. I'm like, 
I, I turned to Scott and I said, Dude, we're not even going to get to go to bed. Like, we're going to get just go right out of here, go put on our running yeah. clothes, and get on the bus. Like, that is how bad this is going to be. I'm like, uh, And if you think please. Hungry Mike is crabby, <laughs> Mike, who is anticipating not getting enough yeah, sleep, is that crabby, right. too. <laughs> yes, that's I can right. almost guarantee you he woke up in the middle of the night with a trolley horse that day. I did. I did. 100%. <laughs> but I wasn't sleeping next to Dave. So <laughs> just <laughs> That was such a weird night. Anyway. Uh, oh, my God. We were all sharing a room, and that was crazy. Okay, so that's going to do it for today's show. As weird as that was, that's all the listener questions we can handle for right now. But if you want more next Wednesday, more listener questions, you have any questions, send those to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. We'll put those in the inbox, and we'll get to those right away. Well, don't forget, our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an awesome Walt Disney World. Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip, I will tell you what, just today, I have worked with all four destinations in the last couple of hours. It was amazing. I mean, I'm like, England, France, Adventures by Disney. Let's go out of New Orleans on the Disney Cruise Line. Let's stay at the Disneyland Hotel this July out at Disneyland Resort. And I mean, Walt Disney World's like nonstop. So, you need an expert there that can help you out. You need a partner in planning. That is why we're there. And the best part, no cost to you. And many times we give you little goodies, onboard credits if you're selling Disney Cruise Line, yeah, you know, these gift cards if you're going to Disneyland, Walt Disney World, laundry bags, you know, all kinds of stuff. So just swing by the website, themagicforless.com, fill up the quote form, check out the specials that are going on. We'll hook you up there too. And we'll take great care of you. So check them out at themagicforless.com. Also, it must be the holiday season. Like I said, you're playing the holiday music on Sirius XM. So as you do that shopping on Amazon, please use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to the patrons of the show. You make all this possible. Sorry. I mean, we give our best, but I mean, sometimes you're like, I need my money back. But yeah, we try our best. And we, you know, we have fun today. And hopefully you got a couple of laughs out of it as well. If you'd like to join us over there and get the bonus show, Mike in the Midwest, come on over patreon.com. Slash be our guest podcast. All right, give Pam a follow on the social media at TMFLT Pam. She'd love to get a follow this week. Scott is at Epscott, E P S C O T. I'm at be our guest Mike. Instagram and Twitter would love to talk to you this week. And of course, Scott and I will be joining you this Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. We open up the phone lines and just have a good time talking Disney with you. So join us on Facebook and YouTube this Sunday night for you, me, and Scotty G. All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back again on Friday. Friday, we're going to have Ricky joining Scott and myself, and we're going to talk. Well, we're going to tie it into the college football playoff. I promise it's all Disney. But we're going to do kind of a ranking, like the first rankings of certain things and have debates and discussions and see where things fall. So that's going to be a fun show on Friday. So until we get back together again, for Scott and Pam, I'm Mike. Wish you a great Wednesday. Time to get back to work, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.